Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have Blue Man Group member Meridian. He will be performing with Blue Man Group when they come to the Providence Performing Arts Center, May 20th through the 22nd. back yeah i've been around a while how long have you been doing blue man group i've been doing it about somewhere between 15 and something like that wow not, not entirely consistently but i started like back in 2002 wow what was it that encouraged you to get into blue man group i was really drawn to the delightful combination of exciting music and sort of vaudevillian comedy and just this energetic interesting quirky show and i thought that from the very first time i saw it it just had a lot of things in it that i found really exciting now were you a musician prior to this or, or an actor or uh both i'm a classical pianist i was never a drummer until i learned how to do this show but i also trained as an actor uh, that's where most of my training is actually is that is as an actor so did they train you how to play the pvc pipe yeah <laughs> yeah we practice that a lot when we when we get into the training process do you, you're part of the touring show correct correct and you tour all over the world or just certain regions or what well our tour is currently slated to be going around north america but i've also been out on the world tour so i've i've performed with blue man group all over the world and all over the country wow and that's, this group has performed to over 35 million people over the years, correct? That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the Still Blue, The Rest Is All New tour? That's right, yeah. Now, um, I've, I've uh, seen Blue Man Group a few times, and I think I saw it twice where it was the same, and then once where they varied it up a little bit. Now, is this a, a big departure from the original show, or just a slight, or...? Our show has a number of kind of our greatest hits that you would recognize from what you saw before. Um, and we include those because they're such a great introduction to the character, kind of some of the signature experiences that you can have with Blue Man Group. But our show, I, I would say, is the biggest departure of all of our shows. It has the most new material from, you know, before the pandemic swept in. We, we had just launched this new show. It had been on the road less than a year, only about half a year. So it, it's really the newest experience you can have with Blue Man. Lots of new audience participation and different things. So even if you've seen our old show, and I know in Providence, we're going to 
to be kind of right in between our Boston market and our New York markets. But even if you've seen one of those shows, it, it might be worth coming to check out our show because there's you're definitely going to see some new things that aren't in any of the other shows. Well, Providence people don't have a habit of going to Boston all that much because Boston is a pain in the ass to get to because <laughs> it, it's only 50 miles, but to get to Boston on Sundays can take you two and a half hours and then parking. It's That's why we like to stick around in Providence and see right. stuff. I mean, it, it takes a lot. It takes an act of God for people to go to to Boston to see something. Yeah. Well, in that case, if anyone's ever been interested in, you know, going to Blue Man Group, I didn't want to make the trek. Now's your chance. It, it is a great show. I've seen it. I think I've seen it three times, maybe four. It's it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of paper. <laughs> yeah. How much paper? I mean, how, do you tour with all this paper, or is you have to get a? Well, name? our show doesn't really have the paper anymore. We oh, it doesn't. A, our, yeah, we have we have some little confetti and another little trick, but we we don't do the toilet paper down the back. I, I, I don't know if they do in the other shows anymore, but we don't we don't have that on on this tour anymore. That's one thing I was blown away by was the amount of paper. It just it was just it was it was just like over the top. It was so funny that it just kept going and going. When you think it would be done, it kept going and going until like there was so much paper. I'd never seen so much paper in my life. Yeah, it was crazy. So pretty fun and silly. We have we have other ways of making the audience feel like they're they're connected in in our new show here. Oh, that's good because. You know. We didn't need the paper anymore. Now, you famously don't utter a word on stage. Correct. That's that's part of the Blue Man group mystique, which is why originally when I asked to do this interview, I say, do they talk? <laughs> I didn't know if they were going to keep up the mystique and not do an interview because I didn't know if they wanted to keep the mystique of the Blue Men not talking. But I'm glad you speak. <laughs> Me too. I, it would be tough to manage without it. Right, Although right. sometimes I wonder. So has anybody actually mistakenly uttered a word on stage and been reprimanded for that? <laughs> it must have happened at some point. I don't I don't remember any specific stories about that, but that would be a major faux pas. So I, I think we generally keep it together pretty well. Do you feel like some days you really want to say something, though? No, there's something about not talking i think that is the whole basis of the show it, it all the sort of power of the blue man i think is partly rooted in that that's what makes us able to kind of tap into really universal themes and more universal ways of communicating with with people and with each other and so I, and once you're kind of working in that realm i think the need for speaking kind of disappears a little bit so it, it just doesn't really happen that the impulse is there because we're just working in sort of a different space a really wonderful space right right do you know the history of blue man group can you share the history of, of the group with me how it came uh, about i mean in very broad terms because <laughs> um, obviously it was you know, it was up and running for a good while before I even joined. So I, I could share with you sort of the mythology of it. I don't know how accurate it is. Well, that would be that would be good. Um, so it was started by Chris Matt and Phil, Chris Wink, Phil Stanton, and Matt Goldman. Um, they were the original three Blue Men who worked together and just developed a show that was sort of combined all their interests and and just was an interesting fun time. And I think they like it didn't start out as a entire show it was like different pieces that would make an appearance at maybe different art events wasn't it a street uh, around... performance to begin with i think there was some element of that but also i think you know different art events or like i don't know about galleries or like sort of 
creative warehouse gatherings, that kind of thing. I, I, I don't really know, but I know they made appearances and tried out different different material. And then I think once it, once they've gotten enough experience and tied all these things together, that's when I think the, the show, sort of as we know it today, was formed and, and launched into the world. Well, it's obviously doing something entertaining and something right, because it started in the mid-80s or the late 80s, and it's been 35 years that this has been going on. Yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't seen Blue Man Group by now, it's 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 a time to see it because it really the word you can use is an experience because it's it's not a musical, it's not a concert, it's not a it, it's a stage show that is undescribable basically. It, you just have to experience it to to understand it. Yeah, I, I think that's true. It's it's a difficult show to describe for sure, even for you know those of us who have been performing in it for a long time. Now, how many shows a year do you usually do? I don't know. Six shows a week um, for you know most weeks of the year. There's some some time off uh, built into the schedule, so not for the whole year. I don't know what that math is, but <laughs> however many that is. <laughs> That's a lot of shows. It's like 300 shows a year. Yeah. Where are you based out of? Um, I'm based out of Missouri these days. Um, but uh, I grew up in the Chicago area, actually. And I used to perform in the Boston show. I was there. I lived there for five years. Oh, when did you perform in the Boston show? I was there from about 2000 and maybe 2003 um, is when I started. And then I think I left in 2009. Uh, but I wasn't there that whole time. Uh, was, well, was, it's possible I might have seen you at that show then because that's around the same time I think I saw it the first time. Oh, okay. Possible. There are several casts several casts of the three i mean there there's companies of blumen group like in las vegas and new york and boston and other european countries there there are a lot of these blue men floating around the world at this point that's yeah yeah that's right we've got three other shows in the states you know you mentioned or, or uh sorry four other shows vegas chicago boston and new york that have all you know had long long running uh shows uh, i've had the privilege to work in the boston show and the las vegas show for for a number of years before joining you know starting to tour with um, what was it and like? yeah then we have our show in berlin um this this tour blue man group on tour going around the uh north america and then the we have our world tour which i believe is in japan right now yeah so we're, we're all over the place I, I noticed something you know having been to las vegas and and i've seen a cirque du soleil show out there which cirque du soleil now owns blue man blue man group correct correct now i i've seen a cirque du soleil show out there i saw the beatles love show out there and i noticed that the theaters out there very are built around the performance they because it's such a long residency and they they build the theater around the performance is the uh the las vegas show like that where they have and i know boston was like that too where the theater is set up for that performance because it's a long-running show is that like that for most of the, the the stationary shows uh i think so yeah uh i haven't been to the newest las vegas show it, it was the show was at the monte carlo casino when i was last there and now they've moved back over to the Luxor, or, or maybe back home to the Luxor, since that was our, our first uh, home in Las Vegas as well. So I'm not sure, but I, I think that you know through the rumor mill, it, it sounded to me like Blue Man Group felt like they had they had returned home to the Luxor, and and every every report I hear out of there is that the the space is is like perfect for the show out there. So I, I would imagine so, but I, I don't. I don't really know firsthand. So what kind of training did you have to go through? I mean, you, you mentioned that you did have the background in music and theater, but what kind of training did you have to go through to become a blue man? Well, first thing I had to do was get good enough at drumming that I could perform the show. Uh, so I had to do some drumming lessons and actually learn how to be enough of a drummer to, to perform blue man. Oh. 
because I was, you know, I was already a musician, it, that didn't take too long. So that was about a month of kind of focused drumming lessons and a lot of practice. And then, yeah, then you show up for training almost immediately. You start learning how to catch things in your mouth from thrown across the room. <laughs> I was practice that all the time. Uh, even Usually even marshmallows. Now. They're marshmallows, aren't they? Yeah, marshmallows. So we, we learn how to do that. And then you just start trying to you, you start trying to wrap your head around this character. It really is, you know, the, the character is this very sort of interested being that very curious about the the world around around him, his experience of the world around him. And yet it, it, he's sort of sort of meant to be a kind of egoless being as well. So it's an interesting mix of things of like shedding some parts of our, our kind of default selves and um, maybe taking on some some other energies or or things like that that we're not used to and and seeing how they fit in the character and in the pieces of the show yeah just practicing the music and it's an exciting very challenging time training into this into this show but also incredibly rewarding i'm sure it must be now you have to keep your your head completely shaved this whole time don't you no not at all i happen to have you know before i joined blue man group i happen to be a someone who shaves his head but most of the guys all have hair we, we wear a bald cap if you notice we don't have ears so everyone has to oh, wear regardless okay. of how bald they are has to wear a, uh, a cap that covers uh, their hair if they've got it and their ears i didn't um, notice that the well. ears were covered that was one yeah. thing i didn't notice i guess it's kind of hard to see unless you see him up close yeah yeah i think so but you, that's how you can always tell like if someone's in costume you know for fun or if it's an actual blue man one of one of the ways because um, people frequently miss that that we don't have ears <laughs> oh what is the is there a reason why the blue men don't have ears i think it's just there's a certain if you remember what i was talking about before about this sort of universal way that we communicate and the reason the blue men all kind of look similar is again that kind of egolessness of the character the fact that we're not anyone specific means that everyone can kind of find something to connect with in us ideally so i think it it just helps with that sense that the blue man is this kind of other being so not having ears it helps keep it in that that kind of realm sort of other being familiar yet strange intriguing being so i think it it just helps create that now was there a uh, a standard that they had to meet to did you have to be a certain size a certain head shape a certain weight to be part of the blue men group is that to be to because they're you're pretty much all you're supposed to look uniform right broadly speaking they're, they're, yeah there's like a, a sort of height window that we we generally fit into although you know there's a few outliers so it, i think the if i remember it's something like five foot ten to six foot one but it's it's not hard and fast rule there's definitely people outside that window and then generally speaking with with uh, like an athletic build so there's a lot of variety within that but you're right there is there is a sort of because we're, we're meant to look broadly speaking similar right uh, but but not exact twins you know so how long do you anticipate doing this for i mean you've already done it for about 15 years how long do you think you're going to keep doing being a blue man i have no idea hopefully for a while it's a really fun fun job you know it supports my other creative creative work you know I, i'm still play piano and like to create music and how do you have time for it with all the shows i don't know you make time for it same as anyone else with jobs have time for anything <laughs> i mean i mean but you're um, on the road though i mean you're out touring i mean how do you yeah do i you... lug up uh, i actually don't have it with me just for this this sort of month and a half stint of our tour um, but I, I normally i lug around a whole full-size 88 note 
you know, weighted keyboards added up in my room. Now, do you write your own music and perform your own music? I have, don't perform my own music stuff, but I do like to write, dabble around with it. Working at Blue Man sort of allows just a creative lifestyle, and it's 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 great. It's a, it's a I feel really really lucky to have this job. Who who creates the show? There's a team of uh, artistic directors, creative directors who who write new material. We just saw them when we relaunched this this tour back in January and February. They came out and workshop some of the material with us and just uh, improve the improved pieces. It's, do the it's, do the members have input into the content? Yeah, to varying degrees. I would say on this tour, almost more than than anywhere else, just because it, it's all the new newest material so we're we're very much every night you know talking about after we have a performance like oh that talking about what worked and what you know maybe different things that we can try it's another really exciting thing about this tour i think is that audiences are getting to see lumen who are really you know experimenting and and playing around live with them with the audience it creates a really exciting energy in the room and you and you can see it by the end like people just leap to their feet at the end of the show because um, uh, there's there's a lot of really wonderful things to connect with in it now how long does a typical show last these days our show i think is about an hour hour 20 to an hour 25 it varies a little bit again because you know you never quite know what audience members are going to do so the, the time varies a little bit but somewhere in that realm do you uh i, I know in the past uh you know the blue men have gone out and hung out in the lobby and my nephew when he was uh probably i don't know six or seven years old got blued by one of the blue men they wiped they put a little blue on his face and do you still do that kind of stuff as the pandemic kind of set you back from doing that kind of interaction with the crowd unfortunately it has yeah for safety reasons we just don't have a, a very deep there's not a lot of room for losing people to covid so we have to be extra careful that's understandable a lot of things have been changed these days that's unfortunate yeah. did uh blue man do any live streaming while while the shutdown was in place or was it completely dark for the whole two years i don't know the answer to that there may have been some stuff i know that a lot of the performers even if it wasn't for blue man specifically were doing creative things over the internet definitely um, but I don't know what Blue Man Group officially did, if anything. What did you do to keep yourself busy? I, pl- I played piano a lot. I, I um, studied some, did some internet learning, and a lot of video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, kept your thumbs agile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, is there anything else you want to share with me about the show that's coming up uh, on May 20th through the 22nd at the Providence Performing Arts Center? blue man group uh, i'll just reiterate what i said before if you you know if you wanted to see blue man this show's a great introduction to the blue man R- really playful show experimental show uh lots of fun interaction with the audience so if you've been if you've been holding out now would be a great a great chance to check it out and if you've seen it before it's an equally great chance to check it out because there's so much that's new and, uh, and exciting in this show. So come see us. We're looking forward to being there. Sounds like a plan. And thank you, Meridian, for taking the time to talk with me. And you've proven that Blue Man can talk under certain circumstances. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I appreciate you breaking the silence for this interview. And uh, hopefully we'll see you, many people will see you at Providence Performing Arts Center. I hope so. Thank Thanks you very for much. Talking to me. Okay.
Okie dokie. Thanks to Meridian of Blue Man Group for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. Blue Man Group will be performing at Providence Performing Arts Center from May 20th through the 22nd. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. Thanks for listening. Thank you.